Hello, cryptid-loving listeners. As a friendly reminder from us here at the Don't Touch My Sasquatch podcast, we frequently make crude jokes, sprinkle our sentences with naughty words, and discuss mature content. Most of which may not be appropriate for all age groups. Listener discretion is advised. Now please enjoy. A distress signal from a nearby ship paints a grim picture for its crew. They were all dead or dying. A ship arrives at the scene to aid them only to find a gruesome and horrifying sight in an unexpected finality. Today we're exploring the chilling mystery of the SS Orang Beden, a Dutch freighter that allegedly became a floating tomb back in the 1940s. Was the ship real? And if so, what happened to its crew? Well, let's dive in and try to figure out this mystery together. You're listening to the Don't Touch My Sasquatch podcast, home of all things cryptid, creepy, and mysterious. I am Josh. I continue to be Lennon. Captain. <laughs> and this week, and each week, and each week, we'll present to you a look into the mysterious, unexplained world around us. From odd creatures and unexplained beings to otherworldly encounters and visitors from the beyond. Whether you're a skeptic, a believer, you're just curious, no worries. We've got you covered. So join us as we explore the mysteries of our universe. Spooky, weird, shit. Oh. You get to start after the... Oh, not the... We don't do that anymore. The... No. Yeah, I start. We are going to begin our story of the Orangamedon. I almost said the OSSS. The SS Orangamedon with our favorite... Non-reoccurring segment because it's been a while. Get your ticket and board your favorite ocean liner. It's shit facts about ship facts. It's a long horn. <laughs> Very long horn. Two long horns. That's <laughs> <laughs> it's the side. Uh, the second line of text on our podcast. Don't touch my Sasquatch. Two long horns. <laughs> hey, that's very accurate. I'm just going to real quick. I should probably silence my <laughs> that, watch. That reminded me I need to text my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Thanking her. <laughs> so it's been a hot topic of debate as to which this story or ship, for that matter, ever actually happened and existed. With that being said, some claim there's no evidence on record or concrete proof of its existence and that the story is merely an amalgamation. <laughs> oh, sorry. Do, do, do. <laughs> Just spinning shit. <laughs> you know me. OCD kicked in for or, uh, ADD. ADD kicked in for a second. So what's this do? Let me just spin some shit. <laughs> sorry. But it's okay. Uh, there's uh, supposedly no real evidence on record or concrete proof of its existence and that this story is merely an amalgamation of a series of maritime urban legends and ghost stories. Beautiful big words. A lot of big words in this one. And we get some uh, words in other languages. We're going to be cool. <laughs> you get some words in other languages. I don't. Yeah. Others claim it all to be true. Of course they do. But, however, say this is true. <laughs> I was going to say Satan. Nah, Satan. <laughs> He's back and bigger although, than ever, folks. Although Satan. Two long horns. <laughs> We're bringing you. it back. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Wait a minute. That's a fucking vampire. <laughs> what actually happened? Say it is true. What actually happened? And just what is the O 
I did it again. <laughs> the Orang <laughs> Meaden. Just, just cut the SS. I'm going to skip the SS on most of this. Did I skip it on the intro? I couldn't tell you. I didn't. Right. I didn't. I just, well, for I, all intents and purposes, yeah. it is SS Orang Meaden. Meaden. <laughs> Medine, <laughs> good. Investigations into the strange circumstances of the ship and crew's fate would propel this tale to maritime legend, seemingly to only bolster the aura of mystery that surrounded the possible oddity at sea. More sea shit. <laughs> <laughs> now, the SS Orang Meden was a 5,000 ton cargo steamship constructed in 1918. And registered in Sumatra. <laughs> Not so that it's kind a of life steam. raft. <laughs> Got that kind of steamship. No. It was registered in Sumatra. What is now Indonesia, Sumatra used to be in the Dutch East Indies until 1949. The Orang Meden <gasps> name translates to quote-unquote, Men of Meden in Malaysian. I don't know why it was quote-unquote, because it is. <laughs> That's what I was going to ask. Yeah. Why are you quoting this? Um, it's quote-unquote, Men of Supposedly. There's a lot of quote-unquotes in this story. Gosh. You know, there's a lot of... There is. Maybe. <laughs> Could it be? Depending. We'll get to all those later, too. Yeah. Some fun ones. It is noted by researchers that this name, Man of Meden, it is uncommon to give a ship a masculine name and it is seen as a bad omen. It is. No one gives a ship. There was a lot. <laughs> no one gives a ship. I like it. Um, we talked about a bunch of the bad omens before. That was a different episode. It was. I'm trying to remember some of them. Uh, uh, walk backwards onto a ship. No, I have no clue. Woman it was on something the ship? like that. Woman on the ship. Wedding Woman dress? on the ship. Woman on the ship. <laughs> Wasn't something to do with a wedding dress? Uh, something or was like that, that a curse? Maybe. <laughs> I can't remember. There's something about a pig tattoo and a chicken tattoo. The fuck? I think because the, the one swims and the one doesn't. Okay. All or right. something like that. I can. I would say fish over. <laughs> all right. I may have dreamed that. <laughs> um, there was an airplane and a, uh, a unicycle. Yeah. Neither sink. Or... What he said. I just sink. I just sink. <laughs> the Orang Meden. The ship's purpose was the transportation and trade facilitation between Asia and Europe. That would be Asia and Europe. What do you? Uh, ship. What are we looking for? Do um, ship uh, lure lower? No, that's no, no, no. Hold on, I, was like, I just had it. Uh, superstitions. <laughs> Thank you. Here we go. Take care of the ship's cat. What? <laughs> Don't sail on Fridays. What, do you have to make port by Thursday night? <laughs> no woman on board. Don't travel with a Jonah. That's close enough to Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Never rename a ship. I remember that No one. bananas on board. Watch your mouth. <laughs> Look at that one. Watch your mouth. Don't shoot the albatross. Avoid redheads. No whistling. <laughs> yep. Get some tattoos. Yeah. What's that one next? To, yeah, yeah, yeah. No bananas. <laughs> no sailing days. Non-sailing days. I can't see that. It's Avoid gingers. Fucking gingers. I, I love them for women, but hate them for attitude. Hmm. There we go. That's better. <laughs> oh. All right. Look at the silly pictures. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. It's bad luck to sail on Thursdays or Fridays, and therefore coming in on a Thursday night, you're sailing on Thursday. So Yeah, you're fucked. The first day, the first Monday in April, the second Monday in August. God damn it. Someone got, 
Wow, Someone get my notebook. so specific. Get my Never notebook. stir tea with a knife or fork. Got it. Personal grooming. It's bad luck to trim nails, cut hair, or shave beards while at sea. Shit, that's got to be terrible for, like, Columbus. No wonder he had long hair. He did Yep. He did He did Oh. Avoid gingers. It's bad luck to change the name of a boat. That's, like, probably one of the most popular ones. Watch your mouth. Some words and sayings brought bad luck. Yeah, because you'd cuss at the captain and he'd kill you. Maybe. Christ. You'd, you'd utter the word mutiny. There's some more ship facts for you. Ship facts. About ship facts. Top 10 sailor superstitions. What, what about the no banana thing? Hold on. I want to know about the pigs. <laughs> they were believed to be so unlucky, they would cause the ship to be lost. Fucking bananas. Pig tattoo sh- sailing... Superstition. Definitely spelled superstition wrong. You could have just looked up at the TV. Was it on there? Super sti- oh. shun. Pig there, tattoos. There's an eye in there. Um, sailor tattoos. Here we go. Here we go. I was right. Mm-hmm. Back to the least the 19th century, a pig and a hen, usually tattooed on each foot, the pig on the left, chicken on the right, were wards against drowning in a shipwreck. Nice job. Brought it back together. Oh, show, my brother. Who? <laughs> We're treading a fine line. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think I was going to say? <laughs> I don't know. Couldn't tell you. Can't tell you. Literally can't. So anyway, the ship's purpose was the transportation and trade facilitation between Asia and Europe. The story goes that on one fateful voyage in the 1940s, depending on the account... The ship was transporting a cargo of goods to Costa Rica from either Indonesia or China with 23 crew members aboard. The cargo they were hauling is a matter of speculation and theorization at this point. More on that later. It was bananas. Bananas. That was the problem. (laughs) But tragedy would strike when they would suddenly become distressed in the Straits of Malacca. Hopefully I said that right. I didn't fact check the pronunciation. They all were doing it. Oh, that's the Macarena. I'm no, sorry. that's Morocco. <laughs> Man. A distress signal rang out across the ocean for all who would hear it. Help! <laughs> Help! <laughs> Old timey. Help! Help! <laughs> well, one of the ships... Help! <laughs> huh? One of the ships that responded to the distress call was the Silver Star. I still want to say Silver Fox. The Silver Star, originally named the Santa Cecilia, was owned by Grace Line, which was W.R. Grace and Company, and it was a shipping... Oh, it's a good one. It's a good one. (laughs) They're still around. Are they? No. (laughs) (laughs) This was a shipping and passenger line company. The ship launched in 1920 and had a gross tonnage... More ship facts for you. More ships. Had a gross tonnage of 5,030 tons. In 1946, the ship was drafted by the United States Maritime Commission and renamed the Silver Star. They renamed it. That's a bad sign. That's a bad sign. It was used for cargo and passenger services between the United States and South America. The Silver Star continued to operate until 1945. Ha, dyslexic. Uh. Continued to operate until 1954 when it was sold by the Waterman... Steamship Corporation. Waterman. And renamed again to the SS Green Bay. The ship was then scrapped in 1968. Did they have a a captain who retired and came back and retired and came back? 
Yeah, the, yeah. That's about the extent of my football knowledge lore jokes here. <laughs> oh, you're talking about Brett Favre. That's the one. Back in like the early 2000s. Well, there you go. You're, you're behind the times. A kid. little bit. I'm getting yeah, there. There's a whole career, 17-year career of Aaron Rodgers in between. Them. I've but heard hey, of him. Whatever. I've heard of him. Nice job. I like it. He's got a mullet. You know what? He did such a good job. You should take my gigantic trophy. No, I could never. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so one night, <clears throat> a lot of throat clear. <laughs> one night, sometime between June of 1947 and February of 1948, the Silver Star, as well as several other nearby ships, received multiple distress calls from that from a ship. I said the ship. From... A ship. Mm. The message was chilling, to say the least. The first being SOS from the ship Orang Meden. Ships with short wave get urgent DH Medico. I don't know what that last line means. (laughs) (laughs) Get some urgent DH Medico. I'm going to guess something to do with medication. The second distress call was as follows. SOS from Orang Medine. God damn it. <laughs> this is just going to be a whole blooper D- section of me just saying this wrong. D.H. Medico? D.H. Med-I-Co. That's how you spell it. <laughs> the second distress call was as follows. SOS from the Orang Meden. We float, all officers including the captain, dead in chart room and on the bridge. Probably whole of crew dead, except for this dude doing the damn dashes and dots. After a few more incoherent dashes and dashes, the words, <laughs> I die, were received. Fuck. <laughs> I die. I die. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> Poor guy's dying fabric. <laughs> <laughs> Do you lie? <laughs> I die. This Silver Star was the closest American ship to this assumed location of the Orang Meden. When it received a distress call, the captain agreed to locate and assist the Rang Meden and wasted no time in responding. They located the ship and sent a boarding party to investigate. What they found was a scene straight out of a horror film. The Silver Star's arrival on scene. <laughs> <laughs> Wipe out. <laughs> <laughs> God damn, how many times did I fuck up the... Uh, Meden? Meden. <laughs> Medine. <laughs> Medine. <laughs> oh, by the way, since moving, guess what I haven't experienced at all. Oh, really? Zero. Zippo. Wow, I forgot about that. We are ghost-free, baby. <laughs> Knock on wood. Come in. <laughs> hey, sir. Torch opens. <laughs> the fuck? You rang. <laughs> God damn it. The Silver Star's arrival on scene reportedly took around a day from the last Morse code distress message sent out from the ship. When the Silver Star finally made it to assist the Orang Meden, they found the ship aimlessly floating and seemingly abandoned. Attempts to communicate with the crew went unanswered between signals and yelling from deck to deck. <laughs> like, hey, everybody, anyone there? Like, they were signaling and yelling for no uh, no response. No, I know it's deck to deck as in they were yelling from their deck yes. to the other deck. Right? Correct. Okay, not, not like... Correct. Hey, are you up there? <laughs> deck to deck, yes. Dick to dick. Oh, that's... Deck to deck, what are you talking the about? The rescue party. <laughs> The rescue party was dispatched and climbed aboard the Orang Meden, met with the same 
chilling, eerie silence. Mm-hmm. I, I keep wanting to say orang pendak. Yeah, Jesus. I've heard of it. You did hear about it. You thought it was a... Uh, <laughs> I love that I'm like talking to my tablet. You did hear about it, and you thought it, when I first mentioned it, that it wasn't real. I was like, oh, I don't actually know if that's real or not. Yeah, you fucking idiot. Stupid. No, fuck. no, it wasn't orang pendak, was it? Um, Gigantopithecus. That's what we no, were it was talking about. Was it? Ah, fuck me in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. Appreciate the offer, but no, I'm all right. No, no. <laughs> I couldn't today. Not today. <laughs> <laughs> we're just going to leave it. The rescue, hey, party, <laughs> the rescue party was dispatched and climbed aboard the Orang meeting, and they were met with the same chilling, eerie silence. But the heebie-jeebies would soon become <laughs> heebie, let's get the fuck out of here's when the crew was located, and it didn't take them long. Across the ship lay scattered the entire crew dead. Wah, wah, wah. Set the moon. <laughs> well, I was trying to get a... Uh, All across the ship, they were found. Wow. But the majority lay on the deck of the ship. But it doesn't end there. Not only were they all dead, but the positions of their bodies were frozen and added and frozen and added to the wow factor. They were all in missionary position. Oh. <laughs> Doggy. <laughs> yeah. The crew was found with their eyes wide open, their faces in a perpetual contortion of terror, their mouths agape, and in some cases, their arms outstretched as if they were reaching for something upon drawing their last breath. Some variations of the story even stated that the crew were all found in this weird manner. The crew were found in this weird manner. But on top of all of that, every one of them was looking and facing the same direction. <laughs> well, well. <laughs> God damn. Scared the piss out of me. <laughs> <laughs> Who put all this shit in my pants? That was me. I did. Oh, fuck. <clears throat> Some variations of the story. I just said that. <laughs> I said all of that. The ship's resident pooch, who I am naming Bugle, was even found frozen, oh. mid snarl, dead as well. Now I gotta find a goddamn picture of yeah. a dog with a sailor hat. Doing it again. Rest <laughs> in peace, Bugle, gone but never forgotten. Bugle. <laughs> 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 You're like turned. You turn Indian. Is that, <laughs> is that not the noise a bugle makes? <laughs> There we go. I can't do it as good. Oh, Bugle's gone. <laughs> but even stranger yet, none of the corpses of the crew nor Bugle showed any signs of physical harm or indication as to the cause of their death. The entire crew seemed to be afflicted by something that affected them without physical harm and left them suddenly frozen in time in their final moments. Bugle, mid-snarl, and mid-shit. While everything aboard the Orang Meaden seemed in place, undisturbed and frozen in time, one lifeboat is said to be missing upon the rescue team's closer inspection. Survivors? Maybe? It was decided by the captain of what? The, what? I've never heard this. Never. And upon reading notes and research for this, we're <laughs> going to talk about a beloved friend of ours <laughs> that we both talk about. Who? We'll get to him in a minute. Oh. I just wanted to get to my throat. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, Whoa. Shit. That was... 
The mic. The microphone. Not Mike himself, but the microphone. microphone. <laughs> I want Mike in my throat. <laughs> oh, God. Just beat it up. <laughs> I want to be sore. <laughs> no mercy for my throat. <laughs> it's going to be my new fantasy football name. No mercy for my throat. <laughs> Who is your league champ this year? No mercy for my throat. <laughs> Oh, she sounds great. It's a guy. <laughs> oh, uh, fucking Christ. Oh, what kind of dog are we uh, Are we doing for uh, old sailor um, Butch? Bugle. Bugle. <laughs> Butch. Butch the Bugle. Bugle. <laughs> He's a big. Butch the Bugle. Bugle. <laughs> oh, now my throat actually hurts. It's oh, not because shit. of Mike. You know why they call him Bugle? It's because of his trombone ass. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> oh fuck! Um, bugle, bugle, and dog is it? You beagle. know, <clears throat> Butch the bugle, beagle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You keep. You yeah, got, yeah, hold on. I, Did you finish her? There was so much to happen there. I still got to continue. <laughs> okay, I, I didn't. I'm looking for beagle, bugle. Do it. Bugle the beagle. Oh shit! Survivors? Question mark. Oh, there we go. We're back. <laughs> uh, it was decided by the captain of the Silver Star. That the ship would be towed to port so the matter could be investigated further and at least return the dead, the cargo, and the ship to their proper homes. But almost as quickly as the captain made the decision, a fire inexplicably broke out of the cargo hold of the ship for, of the Orang Meadon, mm-hmm. forcing the yeah, rescue. You had to specify because there's two ships. Yeah. There is two That's ships. That's true. Uh, you uh, won't even think the about ocean that. at any time. <laughs> That's why I, earlier when I said ship, I had to say the same thing. Yes. The uh, Medine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you listen to the end, you'll hear all the fuck-ups. <laughs> yeah. Um, from the Silver Star, they saw smoke billowing out of the cargo hold of the Orang needed. Oh. Um, and they called over the rescue team. They're like, hey, get the fuck out of there. So the Luckily rescue team got the fuck out of there. And in almost as quick a time, the ship then exploded in a fireball and sank to the ocean floor, ending <laughs> a possible resolution to the mystery. I hope that was good. I don't know how that's going to sound. Oh, I will make it sound... I can't because you were. I was talking. (laughs) Yeah. Kaboom! (laughs) Kaboom! (laughs) Kablooey. The origin of the story. I hope this doesn't come through on the. What the. (laughs) (laughs) The origin of the story comes in 1948 from the Dutch Indonesian magazine, De Lokomotif Samarans Handels and Advertenti Blad. That's pretty fucking good. Thank you. Or. Thank you. Wait, that's a monkey. I said dog. All right. Or <laughs> oh, the Locomotive Samarans <clears throat> Trade and Advertising Magazine in a series of articles detailing the story, the rescue attempt, and the fate of the ship. Mm. But there was one new inclusion in the article to our story. There's one new inclusion from the article to our story. <laughs> Shh. Quiet over What here. is happening? I forgot the sound of my foot. Uh, Your foot? My computer. <laughs> my foot's making noises again. But one new inclusion in the article into our story is the account of a lone survivor named Jerry Rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you should be on um, Jerry Rabbit. <laughs> what the f- Roger Rabbit? Yes, Roger Rabbit's cousin Jerry Rabbit. Jerry Rabbit, yo, uh, slide dog. You. For this whole next part, last night while I was editing or er, researching, editing. Now, I'm not editing yet. That would be tonight <laughs> when I was researching. I kept yelling. I was like, Jerry Rabbit. <laughs> Every time I wrote his name. Wait. So my wife probably thinks I'm crazy. <laughs> Jerry <laughs> Rabbit. <laughs> you literally wrote, 
We're out loud yelling Jerry Rabbit. Yeah, every time we're writing Jerry Rabbit. So I just imagine that's how everybody and anybody ever said his name. God damn you, Jerry Rabbit. Darn nation, it's rabbit season. Weapons. I'm laughing because not only is it your uh, beloved wife that uh, probably thought you were crazy, but your fucking neighbor downstairs is like, what the shit? Who the hell is Jerry Rabbit? And right now the neighbor below us, next to us and behind us, Thinks you're fucking nuts. Yeah. And our one live studio audience member is probably out there like, what the fuck? These guys are idiots. Yeah. Jerry Rabbit. He's, he's, he knows we're idiots. So. Yeah. Now, not named directly by the article as Jerry Rabbit. His can't story, drink you do that. His story of his <laughs> offense is detailed here from word of mouth of some friendly faces he met along the way. This is the story of the German named Jerry Rabbit. Fucking Jerry. He's awesome. The lone survivor, Jerry Rabbit. Hold on. Yeah? Not the lone survivor. The lone semen survivor, oh, Jerry the lone Rabbit. semen, Jerry Rabbit, <laughs> managed to make his way to a lifeboat where he escaped to the waves. There he floated adrift. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> You'll see when I pull it up. All right. Jerry Rabbit managed to make Jerry Rabbit managed to make his way to a lifeboat where he escaped to the waves. There he floated adrift and washed up on the Tongue Atoll in the Marshall Islands. What in tarnation did you say? Tongue Atoll. There in Italian, that? I don't know. It's a, oh, okay. it's an atoll in the Marshall Islands. I just don't know how to pronounce it. There's an Italian missionary there who found him. And he brought him up to speed on his life to that point. Told you we'd have missionaries in here. Yes, you did. You <coughs> did say it. You, when I first got you said, there's going to be missionaries today. <laughs> and I said, there may be missionaries. Maybe one. Maybe two. I don't know what to do. But definitely not four. It is worth <laughs> noting that <laughs> the Tongi Atoll is somewhere around 5,000 miles from the Malacca Strait. Side note. I like that you say that. I didn't put that in my notes anywhere. Yeah. Because I didn't have to talk about it, but. I would not be able to say Malacca Strait. Malacca Strait. If I had to read it, I mean, I could say it right now because I'm copying you. Sure, 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 sure. But I'm a Medine. fucking idiot. Medine. The stories vary. Medan. The stories vary on whether he was alone. Medan, you Lennon. Yeah. Oh, hi. nice to meet you. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't know. Stories vary on whether he was alone or with six other crew members who had died during the trek. But it was an Italian journalist or missionary who he had found. And if he... Even was named Jerry Rabbit. So, Jerry Rabbit. But whoever he was and whoever he told his story to was passed on from there. Now, we will never know the truth of the mysterious events that transpired on the fabled ship or whether or not it actually existed, but we can speculate based on the facts given and present to you some of the possibilities, as well as the harrowing account of Jerry Rabbit and his whimsical band of misfits. Oh, it's bugle! <laughs> like a bugle. Yeah, a bugle. That's, be- that's Butch the bugle beagle. <laughs> he looks like a beagle sailor. That's a good one. I like it. It looks legit too, like a real fucking photo. That's the scary part. Oh yeah, I'm gonna I, have to make it old timey black and white. But we're gonna make this. Insert. In the arms of... <laughs> I, can't, I don't know the words after that. Plus, we can't say more than a few seconds. Otherwise, we get copyrighted. <laughs> yeah, well, I fought that shit, and I won. Yeah, fuck. Did you yeah, see that email? No. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> All right, well, how did this distress signal come to be? 
I don't know, Sean Connery, tell me. <laughs> <laughs> what was the cause of the crew's death? And what happened to that ship? To answer these questions, we need to dive deeper into the mystery, and we need to even go back to the beginning of its voyage. Time. I wish we could. That'd be awesome, right? But before we do all that, let's start with a little bit of wild and crazy stuff. Whoa! <laughs> It was Butch the Beagle Bugle. Bugle Beagle. You bastard. <laughs> you bastard. He said, only I do doggy style. Oh. <laughs> oh, I forgot to make him snarl. Missionaries. Oh, well. <clears throat> That's a good one for him. There are those who believe the SS Orang Meaden was attacked or haunted by a supernatural presence or an ET force. I don't touch on the ET force because I couldn't find it. All right. Some believe it had a cursed artifact on it. And these are solely based on the accounts of the crew's facial expressions of terror, their lack of visible injuries, and the sudden explosion of the ship. Mm-hmm. It was the old maritime Dyatlov Pass. It was. It was uh, because it had a lot of bananas on the damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not a banana. That's what all historians say. <clears throat> historians don't talk about this because they don't believe in it. Yep. One of the more fantastic theories is that the ship was taken... Or was tasked with a covert mission to transport one of two mysterious devices, the Atlantean Firestone or the Eye of Shiva. Have you heard of either? Uh, no. <laughs> You're about to. I'm excited. Let's start with the Atlantean, <laughs> Atlantean Firestone. All right. Based on the writings of the Greek philosopher Plato, the Atlantean Firestone, also known as the uh, Tuawi Stone. <laughs> the Tawawi Wowie. <laughs> Tawawi Wowie. Jerry Ram. I'm so sorry. I, I don't know how to say that. Sorry. Was a powerful, mysterious device that allegedly existed in Atlantis itself. The Firestone was a massive cylindrical prismatic crystal that could generate and store ethere- ethereal energy from the sun and stars. Mm. This energy was used to fuel various technologies and vehicles in Atlantis as well as enhance the physical abilities of Atlanteans. Now, however, the Firestone also... I don't know why I said now, Hawaii. Oh, <laughs> what did I just say? I don't know, Mark. However, the Firestone also had a dark side, as it was said to be the cause of the downfall and destruction of Atlantis due to the misuse and abuse of its power by corrupt Atlanteans. Mm. The Firestone was supposedly lost to the sea, Along with the rest of Atlantis, and its exact nature and function remains a mystery to this day. Mm. How about the Eye of Shiva? Well, the Eye of Shiva is a symbol of the third eye, which is said to be the source of perception and wisdom beyond ordinary sight. The Eye of Shiva is often associated with the Hindu god Shiva, who is depicted with a third eye on his forehead. Shiva's third eye represents the power to destroy evil and ignorance, as well as his ability to see the true nature of reality. The Eye of Shiva is also a name for a type of shell or stone that has a spiral pattern resembling an eye. This shell or stone are believed to uh, have healing and protective properties and can help activate the third eye chakra. Oh, you're not supposed to poke it. These were allegedly powerful devices that could destroy the world. And based on this theory, 
they were activated by accident on the SS Orang Meeden. How was I? Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> guys, thanks. look at us holes for my fucking soul. <laughs> <laughs> they were accidentally activated. Or they were sabotaged and unleashed a deadly force that killed the crew and blew up the ship. No. No. There's also a theory suggesting that the ship was cursed by a vengeful spirit or a demonic entity that possessed the ship and its crew. Mm -hmm. According to this theory, the ship was carrying a cargo of human remains. Always a good thing. Someone's got to transport it. (laughs) That were looted from ancient tombs and sacred sites in Asia. Oh, we've heard this one before. Well, the spirits were angered by this desecration. Ah, I had to think about that for a second. Desecration and caused the crew to suffer from hallucinations, paranormal, and madness before killing them and sinking the ship. I had to get a list in there somewhere. I got to get the list back. (laughs) They were like, hey. You leave my fucking body alone. And that was all they said. Fire. <laughs> no. Plagues. <laughs> now, some people believe the SS Orang Medine, Medin, SS Orang Medin, was affected by nature or man-made causes, such as toxic gases, hazardous cargo, or common carbon. <laughs> Carmen. Hey, doing Carmen. Hey, Carmen. What are you on the boat for? As a woman. <laughs> Carbon monoxide poisoning. Ah. Uh, yeah, totally different than Carmen. <laughs> Unless she breathes a lot. This theory is. It's <laughs> a breathy bitch. Someone pound her throat, please. <laughs> this bitch. <laughs> this theory is mostly based on the report that the ship's cargo. The location of the incident and the possible symptoms of the crew once they were found. Mm-hmm. Now, let's visit her old friend, Jerry Rabbit, who supposedly washed up on the shore of the Marshall Islands ten days after the ship exploded, and he washed up in a lifeboat. Uh, as you stated already, yes, all of this. Uh, it's okay. Uh, he said that the Rang Meden was loaded with 15,000 crates of unknown cargo before departing from a small port in China and traveling to Costa Rica. I know what the cargo is. <laughs> what is it? Do you, do you know? <laughs> rabbit pellets. No, not really. Um, rabbit food. Do you know what it was? Do you read, did you read it? I might get in that. Okay, I'll let you go. They were said to have deliberately avoided authorities for the reason for... And the reason for this was that the ship was said to be carrying a secret cargo of sulfuric acid, potassium, cyanide, and nitroglycerin, which is highly corrosive and toxic substance. Uh, yeah, one burns, one kills, and one goes boom. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like everything the ship went through. Uh, pretty much, pretty much. Uh, nitroglycerin, very explosive. Glycerin. Oh, sorry, that's, that's a good song. The cargo was poorly stowed, though. And it wasn't secured properly. Yes. And some of the containers were said to be leaking. That's always a good sign. Yep, that's leaking. It's like, definitely not the fu- salt oh, water. <laughs> why, why would you do salt water, too? I said, that's definitely not salt water. Oh, okay. Because <clears throat> it's the ocean. No, I got you. <laughs> okay, all right. I, you, I, for some reason, thought you meant in the container. Uh, I'm like, why would you be transporting salt water? Well, you know, they're weird. <laughs> well... 
we got to barrel this stuff. We're going to make a fortune. <laughs> sorry. No, don't be sorry. I, I, I have no jokes. I'm just going to move on. <laughs> I'm not going to force that one. As the ship sailed through the tropical waters, the temperature and the... <laughs> <laughs> The temperature and the humidity <laughs> rose, creating a dangerous situation. The fumes from the acid began to fill the ship, affecting the crew's health and mental state. Some of the crews, nope, some of the crew members started to experience headaches, nausea, dizziness, and hallucinations. Ha, listen, <laughs> you're not one. Others became poet. <laughs> Others became Pueblo. <laughs> oh, no, I see. <laughs> Turned up Spanish. <laughs> or Mexican. <laughs> hey, hey, Jerry. How you feeling today? <laughs> oh, así, así, como estás. Orale. Orale, vato. Holy shit. Others became paranoid, violent, and suicidal. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, Pablo. <laughs> Pablo. The captain and the officers tried to maintain order and control, but they were also affected by the fumes. They locked themselves in the chart room. Sorry. I almost said courtroom. Oh. And the bridge. Again, autocorrect. Hoping to escape the deadly gas from the captain. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But it was too late. The acid already corroded their lungs mm. and their organs. Uh-huh. And they died in agony. E. that do the trick. Yeah. The radio operator that managed to send out the distress distress signals died shortly after, succumbing to the same fate, with his final words being, I die. I die. <laughs> I die. Jerry, oh, sorry. Jerry Rabbit! And six other crewmen escaped in a lifeboat. None of his crewmates had survived the journey, and Rabbit himself soon died after, repeating the strange... That was what we call a run-on sentence. <laughs> None of his crewmen had survived the journey, and Rabbit himself also died soon after he repeated his strange tale. But besides that one printing in the 1940s newspaper, there is no record of Jerry Rabbit, oops, of him existing. Who? Yeah. Are, are you talking about <coughs> De Locomotive, Samaran's Handles, and Advertenti Blood? Josh was not going to do that one. Is that the one you were talking about? That's the one I was... You practiced that in the mirror over and over again? Uh, first time I've ever read it. <laughs> That's a bunch <laughs> of bullshit. <laughs> God, I can't even get me dying right. <laughs> <laughs> so, lastly, we have a theory suggesting that the SS Orang Medine Meaden. Um, that was right. What? <laughs> Nothing. Go ahead. Meaden. Yes. Me din. Me din. Yes. Me dinner. Come eat me. (laughs) (laughs) Another theory suggests that the SS Orang Meaden was affected by carbon monoxide poisoning caused by a malfunction in the ship's boiler system. (laughs) Nickelodeon. (laughs) Carbon monoxide is an orderless toxic gas that can kill if... Too much is inhaled. Mm-hmm. Lethal amounts of the toxic gas can cause aspiration. Ha! Aspiration. <laughs> I want to achieve something. <laughs> Asphyxia, sorry. Asphyxiation. 
There it Within is. minutes of inhaling. Autoerotic no. asphyxiation. <laughs> <laughs> That's choking, Josh. That's choking. Let's move on. Oh, great. Let's lose the voice, too. Perfect. According to this theory, the ship had a faulty or damaged boiler that produced CO2 that filled the ship and ultimately killed the crew. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of rhyming. CO2 can also increase the risk of fire and explosions, which would also account for the ship catching fire and or boom, exploding. <laughs> Very subtly. <laughs> now, Lennon, do you have anything for, um, I don't know, how to transition into a legacy and speculation here? Well, well, the only mention of the ship or the tales from the article in 19, is in 1948. We are still talking about it to this day. Why is that? We all love a good mystery and a supernatural tale. And if history has proven anything, sailors love them even more. History is a mystery, and we're going to find out. Yes, it is. All of it, and we're done. <laughs> superstitious. All of it, and we're done. The superstitious and storytelling nature of these seafaring adventurers has bred stories and legends since we first began trekking across the waves. And with every retelling, a new edition with new little details and a slightly more extravagant tale emerges. Whether or not this actually happened is lost to history, but the story will remain and live on, even if Bugle didn't. That was a nice wrap-up. Thank you. Leading into? Your wrap-up. No, leading into final thoughts. Well, final thoughts. (laughs) Oh. We've presented the facts. It's time now to examine the evidence and give our theories. So pull up a chair for our final thoughts. (laughs) Science. Yeah, get on it, man. <laughs> oh, hey, oh, in my dojo, Lennon, you start. What are um, your thoughts? What are your thoughts? Thought my thoughts are that at the heart of this story, mm-hmm. um, there's heroes, there's villains, um, there's smuggling, there's Jerry Rabbit. But at <laughs> the end of the day, though, we lost a brave soul today. Well, not today in 1940s, but <laughs> about 100 years we ago. We missed almost. that bugle. We missed that bugle. Everyone, bugle leave, the leave a dog treat out for bugle tonight. Yeah. You know, just bugle do your part. Bugle the beagle sailor. Bugle. Butch the bugle beagle. <laughs> That's all. Baby. We've been saying that. Baby. <laughs> Butch the bugle beagle sailor. Yep. Um, my actual final thoughts yes, are, um, I think that this is just an amalgamation of different ghost stories and uh, seafaring stories and tales. Um, because there's no real concrete evidence they even existed, or even in the Silver Stars lining, Silver Star, no, even in the Silver Stars uh, logbook. There it is. That they ever received or went to aid in a distress signal. Right. So who the fuck knows? And there's not really much evidence of a registered ship name that Orang needed. Or any of the names that it allegedly went by. Right. So who knows how many of band of whimsical misfits Jerry Rabbit ate <laughs> well, to, to survive. There's no journey. record of Jerry Rabbit either. No, he's a German. He was talking to an Italian missionary or journalist. If you <laughs> don't, all if you don't mind, <laughs> Jerry. And then he he croaked. So I agree. I think it's it's baloney. Yeah, but it's a great a good tale, <laughs> especially the beagle. Yeah. Butch, the bugle beagle. I just imagine 
like in a movie, as I always do. Uh, the ship, like all the rescue team, gets off or has to flee off. It smokes billowing out, and then just poof, this huge explosion, like from way far back out, and then it just quick cuts to the camp. The captain's face, the sorcerer, he's like, just like jaw drop, like oh, okay. It's <laughs> just like all right, let's get out of here. <laughs> like well, what the fuck? <laughs> nothing to see here. Yeah, maybe they were called to blow up the ship. Because they had a secret device on there <gasps> that they had to retrieve because it killed everyone. And they had to, you know, finish its tour. But they couldn't let people know about the ship. That's a good point. You're not talking about conspiracies. Let's do it. All right. Unfortunately, I, I think it's just bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's just a tale to, you know, yeah. glorify or yeah. get attention. Like Christopher Columbus. Yeah. Yeah, that cock-a-sucker. You know, he maintained for the longest time that he was in India. <laughs> for far too long. What he, was that? He, would not, yeah, he maintained for the longest time that he actually was, I don't know. He he, he was, he was a, a liar and an idiot. There's the, and a rapist and a murderer. Yeah. All the, he's a great guy, okay? No. Not at all. Anyway. Well, <clears throat> did the SS Rang be done? Fuck me. I said it totally different. <laughs> the SS Orang Bendek. The SS Orangutang. <laughs> Poontang? Is that what you said? No, I said the SS Orangutang. <laughs> oh, I thought you said Poontang. I was like, I like that. Oh. Did the SS Orang Medan and its crew disappear under mysterious circumstances? Was it just a case of CO2 poisoning due to a malfunctioning boiler? Oh. Or was the SS Orang Medan and its crew just a hoax or a story told by, told by those just seeking attention? We may never know, truly know, but for Lennon and I, that's our theories, and we're sticking to them, bitches. Yeah. And, until otherwise, specified. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but on that sad, oh, bugle, beagle, death, Lennon, hit him with that sweet, sweet outro. Ladies, gentlemen, and Squatches, once again, thank you so much for listening to the Don't Touch My Sasquatch podcast. If you're enjoying their show and want to show some love, hop over to our Patreon, where you can dive into our treasure trove of exclusive bonus content, explore the multitudes of perks we offer to our supporters. Explore our website, where our mysterious merch awaits. Pair it with our Patreon membership for a special discount on your purchase. Guess who doesn't love a good combo deal? Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, or send us an email at dtscast at gmail.com. We're always thrilled to hear from our incredible listeners. And for a visual treat, check out our YouTube channel and Josh Crafts' incredible video editions of our episodes. Don't forget to hit the like button and subscribe to our channel. Links to everything can be found in our show notes. And hey, right now, while you're listening, why not drop us a five-star rating your sport fuels our growth ensuring even more fantastic content for your ears and even more incredible characters for you to learn about oh puns they don't know nope thank you for being a part of our mystique encrypted <laughs> ufo and spirit seekers coalition until our next encounter keep exploring and remember to stay curious be vigilant mm-hmm. and don't touch my sasquatch don't do it he's attending butch bugle the sailor beagle funeral damn that's a long name Hey, all you people. Wonder, 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 wonder who. Who wrote the book on love?
Like it acting like I have to wait for music to start. This is in a special news bulletin. Yes, eh? How big is a giant squid? <laughs> oh. I don't know why that's up there. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so, side note. Yeah. I can't hear. You're oh, false. Or, uh, <laughs> oopsies. <laughs> so, one of the most fantastic. <clears throat> that, that, just wanted to let you know. That was fantastic. <laughs> this is going to be a really good edit point. <laughs> I'm so sorry. They locked themselves in the court. Not the courtroom, the chart room, uh, and the bridge. Fucking autocorrect. <laughs> don't have a courtroom on the goddamn ship. Can I get a tissue? A tish, please. Tish. Tish the lift. Ladies, gentlemen, squatch and squatches and... <laughs> joking over there. All right, take three on the intro. Yeah. Thank you all so much for listening to the... <laughs> Thank you. Fuck. Butch Bugle, the Beagle Sailor Beagle. <laughs> Butch Bugle, the Sailor Beagle's funeral. So I was trying to I say, love it. <laughs> I was trying to get a tongue twister to fuck myself yeah, up, I guess. Tongue twister to fuck myself. Josh, out! From Orang Medine. God damn it. This is just going to be a whole blooper section of me just saying this wrong. The SS Orang Medine. Medin? Medin. Medine. Orang Medine. Medin. Medin. Medine. Orang Medine. Orang Medine. It's Orang Medine. Medin. 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 The SS Orang Medine. Fuck! Medine. The SS Orang Medine. 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 I told you how I was saying it. I'm trying to say how you're saying it, and now I'm saying it wrong. Completely. Lots of saying. Medin. Medine.